We're starting. Hosanna, the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the Let us pray. Assist us mercifully with your help, O Lord God, of our salvation, that we may enter with joy upon the contemplation of those mighty acts whereby you have given us life and immortality. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Luke. Lord Lord. St. Luke chapter 19, beginning in verse 28. When he had said this, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem, and it came to pass that he drew near to Bethpage at Bethany, at the mountain called Olivet, that he sent two of his disciples, saying, Go into the village opposite you, where as you enter you will find a colt tied on which no one has ever sat. Loose it and bring it here. And if anyone asks you, why are you loosing it? Thus you shall say to them, because the Lord has needed it. So those who were sent went their way and found it, just as he had said to them. But as they were loosing the colt, the owners of it said to them, why are you loosing the colt? And they said, the Lord has needed it. Then they brought him to Jesus, and they threw their own clothes on the colt, and they set Jesus on it. And as he went, many spread their clothes on the road. Then, as he was now drawing near the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees called to him from the crowd, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. But he answered and said to them, I tell you that if these should keep silent, the stones would immediately cry out. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise be to thee, Lord Christ. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. 
It is right to praise you, Almighty God, for the acts of love by which you have redeemed us through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. On this day he entered the holy city of Jerusalem in triumph and was proclaimed as King of Kings by those who spread their garments and branches of palm along his way. Let these branches be for us signs of his victory and grant that we who bear them in his name may ever hail him as our King and follow him in the way that leads to eternal life, who lives and reigns in glory with you and the Holy Spirit now and forever. Amen. Amen. First, where's the water? There we go. Oh, there we go. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Lord God, I pray that you bless these palms. We may ever always follow you as our King. Thank you, sir. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Let us go forth in peace. In the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. We need to pass this out, right?
Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Psalm 118, beginning in verse 19. Open to me the gates of righteousness. I will go through them, and I will praise the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord through which the righteous shall enter. I will praise you, for you have answered me and have become my salvation. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Save now, I pray, O Lord. O Lord, I pray, send now prosperity. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you from the house of the Lord. God is the Lord, and he has given us light. Bind the sacrifice with cords to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will praise you. You are my God, and I will exalt you. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Let us pray. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went not up to joy, but first he suffered pain and entered not into glory before he was crucified. Mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you.
Forgives all our sins. The Lord be with you. Let us pray together the Colette. Almighty and ever living God, in your tender love for the human race, you sent your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, to take upon him our nature and to suffer death upon the cross giving us the example of his great humility. Mercifully grant that we may walk in the way of his suffering and also share in his resurrection. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and ever. Amen. The army of the Lord. Amen. <laughs> Ladies, gentlemen, great to see you. Heavenly Father, I pray that you would bless and anoint each one of these young men and women as they go to learn about you, that you would fill, fill their heart, Lord God, with the knowledge of you, give them courage and strength to walk out this life all their days. As warriors of the church, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 This morning's first reading comes from the book of Isaiah. Excuse me. Chapter 50, commencing at verse 4. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious, nor did I turn away. I gave my back to those who struck me, and my cheeks to those who plucked out the beard. I did not hide my face from shame and spitting. For the Lord God will help me. Therefore, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like a flint, and I know that I will not be ashamed. He is near who justifies me. 
Who will contend with me? Let us stand together. Who is my adversary? Let him come near me. Surely the Lord God will help me. Who is he who will condemn me? Indeed, they will all grow old like a garment. The moth will eat them up. This is the word of the Lord. This morning's psalm is Psalm 31. Beginning of verse 9, we will read the psalm responsively by the asterisk. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. For my life is spent with grief, and my years with sighing. I am a reproach among my enemies, but especially among my neighbors. I am forgotten like a dead man, out of mind. For I hear the slander of many, fears on every side. But as for me, I trust in you, O Lord. My times are in your hand. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Amen. You may be seated. This morning's New Testament lesson is from the letter of Paul to the Philippians, starting in chapter 2, verse 5 through 11. Let this mind be in you, which also in Christ Jesus who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery, but to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of the bondservant, and coming in the likeness of men. In being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of, excuse me, even the death of the cross. Therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. That at that name of Jesus every knee should bow, and those in heaven, and those of, and those of earth, and of those under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of the God. Oh, to the glory of God the Father. The word of the Lord. Please remain seated. Christ became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. The Passion of Our Lord Jesus Christ According to St. Luke As soon as it was day, the elders of the people, both chief priests and scribes, came together and led him into their council, saying, If you are the Christ, tell us. 
But he said to them, Will by no means answer me or let me go. Hereafter, the Son of Man will sit on the right hand of the power of God. Then they all said, And he said to them, You rightly say that I am. And they said, What further testimony do we need? For we have heard it ourselves from his own mouth. Then the whole multitude of them arose and led him to Pilate. And they began to accuse him, saying, So Pilate asked him, saying, Are you the king of the Jews? And he answered him and said, It is as you say. Then Pilate said to the chief priest in the crowd, I find no fault. But they were more fierce, saying, He stirs up the people, teaching throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee to this place. When Pilate heard of Galilee, he asked if the man were a Galilean. And as soon as he knew that he belonged to Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him to Herod, who was also in Jerusalem at the time. Now, when Herod saw Jesus, he was exceedingly glad, for he had desired for a long time to see him, because he had heard many things about him, and he hoped to see some miracle done by him. Then he questioned him with many words, but he answered him nothing. And the chief priests and the scribes stood and vehemently accused him. Then Herod, with his men of war, treated him with contempt and mocked him, arrayed him in a gorgeous robe, and sent him back to Pilate. That very day, Pilate and Herod became friends with each other, for before they had been at enmity with each other. Then Pilate, when he had called together the chief priests, the rulers, and the people, said to them, And they all cried out at once, saying, A man who had been thrown into prison for insurrection started in the city and for murder. Pilate addressed them more, desiring to release Jesus. But they shouted out, Crucify him! Crucify him! And he said to them a third time, But they were insistent, demanding with loud voices that he be crucified. And the voices of these men and of the chief priests prevailed. So Pilate gave sentence that it should be as they requested. He released to them the one they requested, who for insurrection and murder had been thrown into prison. But he delivered Jesus to their will. Now as they led him away, they laid hold of a certain man, Simon of Cyrene, who was coming from the country. And on him they laid the cross that he might bear it after Jesus. And a great multitude of the people followed him, women who also mourned and lamented him. But Jesus, turning to them, said, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For indeed the days are coming when they will say, Blessed are the barren, 
the wombs that never bore, and the breasts which never nursed. Then they will begin to say to the mountains, fall on us, and to the hills, cover us. For if we, they do these things in the green wood, what will be done when it is dry? There were also two others, criminals, led with him to be put to death. And when they had come to the place called Calvary, there they crucified him. And the two criminals, one on the right hand and the other on the left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. And they divided his garments and cast lots. And the people stood looking on. But even the rulers with him sneered, saying, Saved others. Let him save himself. He is the Christ, chosen one of God. And the soldiers also mocked him, coming and offering him sour wine and saying, And an inscription also was written over him in letters of Greek and Latin and Hebrew. This is the king of the Jews. Then one of the criminals who were hanged blasphemed him, saying, But the other answering rebuked him, saying, Then he said to Jesus, and Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. And it was about the sixth hour, and there was darkness over all the earth until the ninth hour. Then the sun was darkened, and the veil of the temple was torn in two. Then Jesus, crying with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. And having said this, he breathed his last. Now when the centurion saw what had happened... He glorified God, saying, And the whole crowd who came together to that site, seeing what had been done, beat their breast and returned. But all his acquaintances and the women who followed him from Galilee stood at a distance, watching these things. You may be seated. You can hear me without this, but certain people online. Well, today is a day filled with a lot of pageantry, and it's really the beginning of Holy Week, which is a very special time in the Christian church. But I believe God has 
a vision for us here at St. Michael's. You know, Lent started 40 days ago, and the reading on Lent was Jesus fasted for 40 days. And when he fasted, he was being tempted of the devil three different times. And, you know, during this Lent, I feel a lot of us have been tempted. There's been a lot of temptation because God wants to do something in our midst. God wants to cast a vision for you and for me. This whole Lent, what God has been saying to me is, stop being lazy. Stop being complacent and begin to take action. You know, some of the thoughts that I'm sure have went through your mind during uh, this time is the first thing the, uh, the devil wants us to do is feel sorry for ourselves. He wants to th- us to think on how bad we have it. He wants us to dwell on the mistakes we made and the places we've fallen short. He wants us to feel condemned by the choices we've made in hopelessness. It's like you dug a big hole and you fell in it and you can't get out. Have you ever been there? Well, that's why Jesus came. Because if we are to succeed, it's not going to be on our own strength. It's not going to be on our own ability. It's going to be by listening and obeying him. And I believe during this time, these last five or six weeks, God has been stirring. I know he has in me. And the stirring is he wants to do some things in your life. He wants to set you free from feeling sorry for yourself. He wants to set you free from always thinking, what, what did I do wrong? How come I'm in this place? Is there something I could have changed? Well, I have some answers for you today. You know, what Jesus preached throughout his ministry was that we were to deny ourselves and pick up our cross. And follow him. And no one wants to do that. You know, we read the story today of the passion. Of the great suffering that Christ went through. You know, in Gethsemane, he asked the father three times. Lord, take this cup from me. And he resisted the temptation of falling into sin to where he actually sweat blood. And in Hebrews, there's an admonition saying, we have not resisted that hard. But Jesus paid the price for us. And he has a way for us in which to walk, in that we can carry our cross, where we can become servants and do it with joy and gladness. 
You know, we had a meeting of uh, the leadership here a few weeks ago. And God really moved. And his word to us was, St. Michael's, stop being stagnant. Stop just waiting for me to move in your life. We can fix our own problems. We can fix the things that need to be fixed by listening to him. You might have financial difficulties and say, there's no way out. You might have issues with your husband or wife or your siblings or your parents and say, these things are never going to work out. You might have hidden sin in your life that you've battled with for years. And you might think, I'll never be able to overcome. Well, God is moving. And he's moving here in this place. And it's going to take something from us. God wants us to begin to serve as a church. You know, we've done this in the past, years and years ago, on Easter Sunday. Three-quarters of the church was locked in jail for standing up. And there was a fervor in our hearts to do what God wanted to do. There was an excitement. And God wants to bring that back to us. And, you know, I had a great plan of, of what we could do. And when we went on this retreat, the Lord spoke to me. And he said, Jim, that is a great plan, but it's not my plan. Has that ever happened to you? You have a great plan to get out of all your troubles. You're going to fix everything. But guess what? Most of the time, it's not God's plan. It's your plan. And we need God's plan. Now, I don't know if you know this. You've heard about it for a few weeks. Is that we have a ministry here that feeds the poor. Not so much the complete desolate, but people in this neighborhood who have trouble making it on their salaries. And 60 to 80 families come here. Every Monday, and do their grocery shopping. And most of us, including me, have just like, oh, that's a great ministry. That's, that's great. Aren't, aren't we good? No, God says, I want you involved. He wants every one of us involved in some degree because it's the, the thing that St. Michael's is doing right now in this community is feeding those less fortunate. Now, if you're less fortunate, you can come out and get food. We want people to feel completely at ease and comfortable. And there's a lot of people here working every Monday. I'm, you'd be surprised. There's Fifteen people or more. 
But I was asking the Lord, Lord, well, what can we do as a church? I mean, only so many people can pass out food. And he, he began to speak to me. He said, every person can be involved. There are things that we can use here to feed the poor. Eggs. How much does a dozen eggs cost? Five dollars? Cheese. There are different things that we can do and bring here, canned goods. And I want to challenge you to get involved in this food ministry here. And if you can't come down and help and work, I want you to bring something. Bring it on Sunday. Leave it here. We have refrigerators and freezers. We have all kinds of things to store. Now, why would I be telling you this? This seems very mundane. Well, I have a bigger picture. See, you have to start with something small. If you want to get excited about the things of God, you have to begin to serve yourself. You have to begin to lay your life down and put others more important than you. And it's like a little fire. If you'll light this fire, it'll ignite, St. Michael's. It will ignite. Because there's much more that God has for us here. See, my plan was to just fix the problem. And God said, Jim, you can fix the problem, but you can't fix the people. You can fix these things, but what I'm about, what God's about is fixing our hearts. God's about changing our attitudes. God has so much blessing for you. I wish I could describe the blessing God has for you. But the Bible says it's, you can't even explain it. You can't even comprehend the things that God wants to do for you. You know, I'm experiencing some blessings right now in my life. I'm also experiencing some of the, some anxiety, as we talked about a couple weeks ago. I hate anxiety. I cannot stand anxiety. It's, it's a tool of the devil. It's a tool of our own minds to render us useless for God. Because all you do when you have anxiety is worry about yourself. Worry about how you feel. Worry about what makes you happy. That's got to stop. That has to stop with me, with you, with a leadership. We need to start having a mind of servant. Jesus said, if you want to be the greatest of all, be a slave. Be the servant of all. And we're living in a world where that is exactly against the grain. Everything you hear about, everything you read about, if you're on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, all it is is about me, me, me. 
And that's also a fire that burns. But we have to quench that fire and get the fire of the Holy Spirit. And so I want you to remember what I'm telling you today. I want you to get involved in this ministry here. Not because we need you. Because you need it. I could fix a lot of problems here. But they would just fail again. God wants to fix our hearts, church. He wants to fix us inside. And if you begin to serve, you're going to draw close to Jesus. You're going to get to know the God who died on that cross for you. You're going to get to know the love, how much he cares for you. You know, we say it every Sunday, God will never leave you or forsake you. God is with you. It's the truth. He's with us, and he's waiting for us. He's waiting for us to hear his voice and to walk in the path he has for us. And baby steps are right ahead of us, little baby steps, eggs, oranges. We got plenty of bread and milk, okay? <laughs> There's more bread that comes in on Monday Monday then we can give away. There's also more milk. But pray about it. Ask God, what can I give someone in our neighborhood to help them? Maybe you have some baby clothes that the kids have grown out of. Bring them down. We'll have a rack up there. My vision is to make St. Michael's Food Ministry the greatest food ministry in the city of San Clemente. And that needs to be all of our hearts. Amen? All right, long enough. Let's, let's move on. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again, according to the scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and is seated on the right hand of the Father. And he shall come again with glory to judge the living and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. And I believe in one holy Catholic apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life for the world to come. Brothers and sisters, 
Jesus, through his incarnation, is intimately aware of our trials and tribulations. Therefore, let us bring our prayers to the Father through him, that the church will glorify the Father in all she does. Lord, in your mercy, that those who are being persecuted for the sake of the gospel will receive the grace to remain faithful by their witness, may their oppressors be converted. Lord, in your mercy, that political leaders will root out corruption in government and serve their people rather than pursue personal gain. Lord, in your mercy, that we will look out for the interest of others, especially the poor, the marginalized, and the unwanted child. Lord, in your mercy, that those who through addiction have lost all hope will receive the true freedom which comes from Christ alone. Lord, in your mercy, that we, like Jesus, will have an attitude of obedience to the will of the Father. Lord, in your mercy. Father, as you meditate on the love you demonstrated to us through Jesus during this holy week, hear our prayer and deepen our understanding of the love you demonstrated to us through the life, death, and resurrection of your Son. And we ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The peace of the Lord be always with you. And with your spirit. Turn and greet your neighbors with the peace of the Lord. All right, good morning, St. Michael's. I've got a a few announcements for you uh, this morning. Uh, Number one, Easter egg hunt is next week. Get your eggs in uh, so that Marie and Joni and all those ladies can uh, hide them or just strew them all over the floor for people to pick up. I don't know what they do, but get them into her so that they can have a great time with that next week. Uh, ladies retreat, get your payments in. I hear that like it's full. It's and full. They they might bump you if you don't pay. <laughs> so pay, pay them. Lock in your spot. Okay. I know about being on waiting lists. There is a waiting list. <laughs> you don't want to be on the waiting list, so pay up. Okay, Holy Week services. All week this week, our life is going to be here. At this Amen. church. That's right. And it's going to have just an amazing effect on you. I encourage you to come out to these services. God's going to move in your life. He's going to speak to you. Yep. Um, there's a the slide here. There's also a big banner out in front of the church. Avail yourselves of these services. It's going to be great. There will also be Eucharist service every day at 8 a.m. and at noon. So I want to... To let you know that at 8 a.m. and at noon. Yep. Uh, we'll be setting up for Monday, Thursday, Wednesday night, 6 o'clock. And we'll be cleaning up the church Saturday morning, 9 a.m. And we'll be taking all that stuff down as well from Good Friday and all that. So those are two spots, 6, six o'clock Wednesday night if you want to be here. 
we'll have something for you to do. And Saturday, 9 a.m., uh, you want to come and help just get the church ready for the different services. Those are opportunities to do that. This is a busy week, and there are a lot of opportunities. I know, Jim, when I, I, I went on to Feed the Poor, Mondays, 3 o'clock, if you want to be there. I break down boxes because that's the level of my skill. <laughs> right? So there's opportunity there, but it was it was like so clear to me. Like I say, it's like I can do that, but there is so much I can't do that I'm trusting God to do through the work that I can do. So Monday 3, Wednesday 6, Saturday 9, 8 and noon, all of these services, this is the week you have opportunity to do what you can so that God can move in your life and the things that you can't do. Amen. As we prepare to receive the body and blood of Christ in the Eucharist, let us respond to God's word by engaging with him in musical worship and presenting to God our tithes and offerings out of that which God has given to us. Together, through Christ, let us continually offer to God the sacrifice of praise. That is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. But do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God.
We welcome all baptized believers. <laughs> we welcome all baptized believers to receive the body and blood of Christ. This is the table of the Lord. It is made ready for those who love him and for those who want to love him more. So come, you who have much faith and you who have little. You who have been here often and you who have not been here long. You who have tried to follow and you who have failed, come, because it is the Lord who invites you. It is his will that those who want him should meet him here. Come to the table. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord our God. Father, all-powerful and ever-living God, we do well always and everywhere to give you thanks through Jesus Christ, our Lord. He came among us as a man to lead mankind from darkness into the light of faith. Through Adam's fall, we were born as slaves of sin. But now, through baptism in Christ, we are reborn as your adopted children. Earth unites with heaven to sing the new song of creation as we adore and praise you forever in the unending hymn of praise. fountain of all holiness let your holy spirit come upon these gifts and make them holy so that they may become for us the body and blood of our lord jesus christ before he was given up to death the death he freely accepted he took bread he gave you thanks he broke it he gave it to his disciples saying take eat this is my body which is given for you do this for the remembrance of me When supper was ended, he took the cup. Again, he gave you thanks and praise. He gave the cup to his disciples and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Let us proclaim the mystery of our faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. And Christ will come again. In memory of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Father, this life-giving bread, this saving cup. We thank you for counting us worthy to stand in your presence and serve you. 
May all of us who share in the body and blood of Jesus be brought together in unity by the Holy Spirit. Lord, remember your church throughout the world. Make us grow in love together with our patriarch Craig, our Bishop Douglas, and all the clergy. Remember those for whom we now pray. Connie, Susan, Serena, Naomi, Sonia, Sandra, Karen, Tammy, Denisa, Giovanni, Daniel, Jonathan, Nancy, Katie, Patrick, Darlene, the Marines and sailors of Camp Pendleton, and all those who serve in our armed forces. You can add the names of the people that you're praying for. Draw our hearts to remember the poor and broken. As we receive the body and blood of Jesus, may we be transformed to become the body of Christ to the world. Have mercy on us all. Make us worthy to share eternal life with the apostles, martyrs, and all the saints. May we praise you in union with them and give you glory through your Son, Jesus Christ. By him, with him, and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Jesus taught us to call God our Father, and so we have the courage to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Jesus died for you and feed on him in your hearts with thanksgiving. Blessed are those who are called to his supper.
accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And you have fed us with spiritual food and the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. St. Michael, the archangel, defend us in the battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the heavenly host, by the divine power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who roam throughout the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Always remember that God was in Christ Jesus, reconciling the world to himself and not counting your sins against you. God loves you. God has forgiven you, God is not mad at you, and God will never leave you nor forsake you. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and those you love and care for now and forever. Amen. Let us go forth into the world rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> 